Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Jonathan Harvey. I am your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Back with you again here on a beautiful, cold Tuesday afternoon. Um, I want to let everybody know once again to get in touch with the Modern Conservative Podcast. You can message me at the Modern Conservative Podcast at gmail.com. Um, upcoming this week, I have an event. Um, I will be posted on my Facebook sometime tonight. It's a, and the guest speaker will be James Lindsay. And I myself will be sitting on the panel um, taking Q&A. And um, I'd like for everyone to come, spend the time on Thursday night, and um, join us. You know, the theme is critical race theory, something that, you know, that will be going on for a long time until we manage to get it squashed. So stay tuned. Check my uh, Facebook. That's Jonathan Harvey or the Modern Conservative Podcaster at Facebook. Um, stay tuned and uh, follow me and take a look at the invite. And uh, let's see what we can do to uh, correct some things in this dirty little country of ours. Um, I want to talk about critical race theory. Um, a lot of people, I had a conversation with a few people, and they were parents, and they didn't know what critical race theory was, or SEL, social emotional learning, which is practiced mostly up in Davis County and Weber County in the state of Utah. You know, critical race theory, for those who do not know and haven't been following us, and I will say, if you have children in public schools, you should probably be listening to this conversation. You know, I'm not going to go through a whole year's of conversation about CRT, but we are going to have a little brief conversation about CRT and how it's how they want to implement it into the school. This is not a for some people, it's a re-education and for some, it is an education. Critical race theory is designed to teach children that there are victims and then there are oppressors. In this case, the victims are Blacks. Because we all know Blacks are the only race that matter in this country, if you ask the other side. And then there's the Whites, who are considered as the oppressors. Now, I said victims when it came to blacks. I didn't say oppressed. I said victims, because that's really what they want you to feel as a as a black American or American who happens to, happens to be black. They want you to feel like you've been you've been victimized by a set of people, and those people are Caucasians. Americans who happens to be white. This has been a big battle for the last two years. Why has it been a battle in the last two years? Because the Democrats has power, have power right now, and they have a lot of power. Really, there's not much that goes on in this country right now that uh, if they want it to happen, they could. Even in the state of Utah, um, critical race theory is designed to 
divide us. It's, it's designed to teach our children. One's been oppressed by the other. One is white privilege. And the others are servants to those of white privilege. This is the reason why you never hear slavery. Um, well, let me change that. This is why slavery and the conversation of slavery will never leave the public conversation. Because there's a lot of people who know the power of the conversation of slavery when it comes to Americans who happens to be black. It's a trigger. Now they want our children to go up with this trigger because when your children grow up with this trigger, what you, what they're doing is prolonging, pro, prolonging racism. If I sound a little slow today, I have a slight cold. I think it's coming on. So please forgive me. So they want to take our children and teach them at an early age that one's the victim and one's, the oppressor, and that they should basically not get along, not just in school, for the course of their natural lives. Now, as an American who happens to be Black, I disagree with that. I absolutely disagree with that, because the thing is, what they need to do is go back and teach history. That's where the problem is. You know, it would be nice if, if Americans who happen to be white would go back, teach their children a little history. Teach them, give them some ammunition to uh, push back at their teacher when they start trying to push this curriculum. Now, you've probably heard them say, well, there's nobody teaching CRT. Well, that's a damn lie. They've been teaching CRT for years. Right now, they're just trying to put a name on it. So what they can do is make it legal by the uh, education system, actually by the federal government. So the federal government can say, hey, look, if you do not teach this curriculum, we won't fund you. Or we will short you X amount of dollars, which I truly believe, at least in my state, and that's the state of Utah, we don't need federal money when it comes to education. We had a $3 billion surplus this year. Now, yes, some of that was federal money. But if there's any money left over from the federal government, it should not, look, there should never be a surplus. Because that means somebody else is going to make a decision on how to spend that surplus. My question would be, if there's a surplus, why did you not spend it on things that was necessary in this state, like highways? homeless problems, um, educational problems, primary ed educational problems. Now, look, I personally don't believe that in Utah, I should say, that we need federal money because it's, it's, like, it's like politics. When a politician runs for office and somebody gives him a lot, a lot, a lot of money, well, then he becomes beholden to that person who has given him a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Basically, you know, the donor says, hey, you don't vote this way. Hey, I won't fund your campaign next year. Well, that's what the federal government does. When they want to 
implement certain programs in schools, they will tell you, if you do not practice this policy, we will not fund you the next fiscal year. That's how it works with these people. And see, and this is why the government works the way it does, because the people that get in office do this crap to get in office. They just take it one step further. Now let's implement in the entire federal government. You know, so CRT has been a big thorn in our asses for the past two years. And the reason why I say the past two years is because Prior to 2000, you know, you really didn't hear about critical race theory as much because Democrats weren't in power. Trump was in power and they knew they weren't going to get it signed with Donald Trump in power. So they kept the goodies and buried them until they had the chance to bring them back up and try to serve them to the people. And that's what they've been doing for the past two years. And I would give, I mean, I would give the Democrats credit. They don't give up. They stand strong as a group. And they don't give up. And they don't ask for everything at one time. They may try it initially. But they always have a workaround in play. Case in point, you know, when they wanted a $4 trillion budget, they got shot down. But guess what they did get? One and a half trillion dollars. See, that's what I mean by the Democrats. They'll, they'll come at you hard the first time. But believe me, when I tell you this, they know when it's not going to pass, but there is a backup and they got the backup because one and a half trillion dollars, people, is a lot of money. That's a lot of money to give away. So, but back to CRT, you know, CRT is something that's tearing schools apart. And it's mostly these teachers that don't believe in uh, the federal government. Well, let me back up. They do believe in the federal government, but they believe the federal government should play more of a role in your life, more so than the parents. There are teachers out there that believe in socialism. People believe that you should have universal income. These are the same people that are pushing CRT. These are the same people that believe in reparation. Now, mind you, <laughs> what's funny and ironic most of the people that are pushing this crap are white. That's what's crazy about this whole dynamic. You got a bunch of young white girls pushing the belief that CRT should be in the schools and that, that they are people of privilege because somebody taught them that. Nobody sits around one day and wake up one morning and bam, I all of a sudden believe in CRT. I feel guilty. No, that's not how it happens. They're taught this. They are taught this. And if you believe it's not happening in your schools, your public schools and some private schools, you're going to have a rude awakening, awakening if we don't get the red wave this coming November. 
Because I can tell you what, if we don't have a red wave come November, we'll never, the right will never be in office ever again. Because these people are really bold. I'm, and I will say this, they cheated in 2020. There's no way in hell that man, Joe Biden, got 81 million votes. And his approval rating is down in the low to mid-30s. No way in hell did he get 81 million votes. And then I really want to know who the people are that believes the 30, 30 to 35% percentage of people that believe he's doing a good job. In what planet or country do they live in? You know, I asked somebody the other day, do you believe in CRT? He said, no. He says, that's just something that the, Demo the Republicans throw out there to gain votes. So I said to him, you've never heard the term critical race theory used by a Democrat. He says, if, I, if they did say anything, I didn't recognize it as CRT, critical race theory. The things that Democrats or Republicans call CRT. I said, the reason why you don't see it, because you're not looking for it. The reason why you see it, because you're part of the problem. The reason why you don't see it, your head is so far stuck up their asses. Your eyeballs are theirs. This is how people walk around in this country and make excuses for what's going on right now. People, I say it all the time, get out of your damn feelings. Be Americans. Be Americans. And for my friends out there that are listening to me in Australia, I appreciate you. Though you may not be an American, you're not too far from us. Though you don't have guns like we do, but we still wish you the, wish you the best. Um, but the thing is, get out of your feelings. Because as long as people stay in their feelings, they'll never be warriors. You will never be a warrior. The moment you can say, I don't give a damn what no one thinks. I fight for my freedom, I fight for my children, and I'll fight for my rights. Leave your feelings at the church. When you go to war, you go to war. When you're fighting for your rights, your children's rights, your family rights, your historic rights, you just fight. You just fight. You know, I sometimes wonder, I'm 56 years old, and I sometimes wonder, will there ever become a day when we don't deal with this division by race. Is it possible? Is it really possible? Because when I was a kid, we used to say, racism will go away when all the old folks die. And what we meant back, that, what back then was the old Ku Klux Klansmen, Knights of Chameleon, those people. Once they all die, racism will go away because by that time 
we will be just truly a, a melting pot. Well, it hasn't happened yet, I'm afraid to say, because there's people out there still pushing the division. And what's ironically is this, we always hear about racism, 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 so-and-so and so is a racist. When is it, when is the actual, when has the last time you heard anything about the Ku Klux Klan? Where are they at? Everybody's been called a racist nowadays, but the KKK. Where are they at? Now, it's not like I want to see them, but the word racist doesn't even mean the same as it used to mean anymore. It's applicable to anybody that disagrees with the left. You are a racist. Hell, I'm a racist. According to them, I don't even like my own. Hell, they, I don't, if you listen to them, I don't even like myself because I'm a racist. You know, and what the problem is, they've got intelligence confused with racism. See, that's the difference. I know why I'm not a Democrat. I know why I will never be a Democrat. I barely nowadays want to be associated with the Republican Party. But because I believe in conservatism, that's the way I roll. But the Republican Party is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We have some Democrats in the Republican Party. No one's never told them to change their affiliation. That's the problem. But I tell you this, you know, today before I came on the show, I was just thinking, you know, I had this episode I wanted to bring to you know, to everybody and talk about, but I decided, you know, I heard some stuff today. I'm thinking, man, is this ever going to stop? Is it ever going to stop? Can we ever have that life where we don't have to worry about you walking by somebody's car and because you're a certain color, the doorknob, you hear them lock the door. Are those days ever going to be here? Probably not. As long as everybody's still propagating racism. And for the people who say often, that they don't participate in in uh, politics. You actually do more than you will ever know. More than you ever know. And for if you voted for Joe Biden, please don't make that mistake twice. Please do not make that mistake twice. Because, and I'm going to say this publicly. If you vote for that man again after the past two to four years, by the time he's done, if you have not seen or if you have seen what he has done to our country and you vote for him again, I would say you're a traitor. Because you're not looking for peace. If you can sit in your chair and ask yourself, what kind of peace have they brought? to our nation in the past two years? None. None. Everything they push is divisive. You know, they push the mask mandates, divisive. 
They pushed vaccines. It was divisive, which was the anti-vax versus the vax war. You know, you got the CRT war. That's the uh, oppressed and the and the victim. You have that war. We have right now the gasoline war. We're losing. We're losing that war. As a matter of fact, I filled my truck up today with premium. Premium. It cost me one hundred and thirty-six dollars to fill up my truck. $136. And the sad thing about it, I still have to pay my taxes this year. You still have to pay your taxes. No matter how inflation hits you, they expect you to pay your taxes. When the cost of living is so expensive right now, now I mind you, this is another element of the Democrats. I still have have to pay my taxes, even though I just spent $136 for gasoline to put in my truck. So everything that we conservatives fight against, we're always fighting Democrats. We're always fighting Democrats. If you think about all the issues we have out there, out there in the ether right now, they originated with the Democrats. Voter ID, Democrats. Inflation, Democrat. Shortages, Democrats. CRT, Democrats. Um, mothers being called terrorists because they fight for their children in the schools, Democrats. And it goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And uh, we just got to get a hold of it. I just think come 2022, if we do get a red wave, we get it and we keep it. We need more people running for office. We need good people with conservative value and live in a conservative mindset. Not just say they're conservative, but you live in a conservative mindset to run for office. We need good people, you know, stepping up to the plate. And I'm not just speaking to everybody else, including myself. Um, I don't know how much more I can, time I can afford on fighting and and you know trying to do things right. But I think I'll never stop. And it's not because I enjoy it, because I do like my freedoms. You know, I like my children having their freedoms. You know, I wish I could say there will come a day where my kids won't have to go through this. Your kids won't have to go through this. Our grandchildren won't have to go through this. You know, I remember growing up as a kid, I didn't worry about any of this stuff. But nor did my parents either. Though my mom was a Democrat, um, we didn't have these kind of issues. The, pro the problem came about was when young kids went to college nowadays, the millennials went to college and... Uh, there's, they've got the brainwash turn, um, treatment. So I'm just thankful, you know, that I can be free enough to do what I do, speak to you guys twice a week. And when I'm doing public speaking in events, 
the spread what I believe and what I think and how a lot of us think as a as a group. You know, I believe in the Constitution. Somewhere you got to find that spark that makes you want to fight for something you truly believe in. Um, because doing nothing is not going to gain us anything. But we'll get pushed to the back of the bus. That's what happens if we lay down and do nothing. I mean, and there's so many ways you can fight. So many ways you can fight. You can spend money on a candidate of your liking. Um, you can donate, you know, to candidates in your areas. Good quality candidates. Help us get rid of stuff like critical race theory. Help them. Help us not get help. How do I say this? Help us not allow them to implement it into the schools. Because look, when you have good soldiers, your war gets a lot easier to win. And that's what we need. We need good soldiers, great leaders, people who believe what we believe and we stand by it, not allow everybody else to do it for us. Because I can tell you this, you know, it's not always fun. But you, the joy I get out of it when I realize, you know, we changed the bill or we protect the kids from this or that um, bill. Um, call people out for what they say and just don't let, just sweep it under the rug and say, oh, it's okay. It's no big deal. I wish people had that, wasn't thinking that when they voted with Joe Biden. I wish people were thinking differently. Um, but that's not the case. We're in a different space right now. And uh, we just have to figure out how to win this battle. Um, now, I was talking to my mother last night, and she asked me, um, am I going to run for office? And I said, no, at least not right now, because there's a lot of fighting left to do in this country right now. You know, hopefully COVID doesn't get as bad because now they're talking about still making you wear a mask when you walk into the airports. Now they're trying to force Delta to mandate mask and Delta and, and American Airlines says, no, there's no need. They have, the pandemic is over. Let me tell you what's about to happen. They're going to try to pull the same crap they pulled last year or in 2020. They're preparing us for another hurting with COVID. I'm slowly listening to the facts that, you know, COVID is on the rise again. People, I'm going to tell you this right now. There will always be a pandemic when it comes in election for the next few years, especially now that, you know, the Democrats are trying to kick Joe Biden out of office right now. Barack Obama is now publicly showing back up in the picture. They're up to something. I posted an interview the other day, Joe, Barack Obama said, the question was asked to Barack, Barack Obama. <clears throat> do you wish you could have run? If you do, you wish you could have run 
a third term. His words was, you know, I wish I had somebody that could do what I want them to do, but I didn't have to do the presidential stuff. Well, guess who? He, I guess he found that guy because uh, Joe Biden does everything that Barack Obama would have done. And people think it's just Joe Biden. It's not just Joe Biden. He's been, his strings have been pulled by Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> Chuck Schumer, and others. So get ready. When you vote this year, make sure your ballot has been recorded properly. Um, do everything you can to go and vote and don't mail in your vote because that's where the problem is going to go wrong again. And that's what they want when they, when they're talking about bringing back mask mandates, it's coming back, it's coming back. But you know, that's for another conversation, another day. I just want to say, you know, you know, I appreciate you guys listening to me. Sorry. I may sound a little bit under the weather right now. I've got a kind of a sore throat, but, uh, I made it. I just wanted to say hi, talk to you guys for a little bit. Um, if you need to message me, you can reach me on the Modern Conservative Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I will try to return some of the emails. I can't return all of them, but um, keep trying. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. I love you all. Have a great night. <laughs>